I never grew up with educators that look like myself. So I feel like, honestly, like we are that new wave that make being wise, being smart, being educated cool, right? Wisdom is, is a powerful tool, but oftentimes we might neglect it because of who it's coming from, you feel me? But if we can top it up with a young buck and really implant a seed, man, like that's, it's more than just education at that point, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, beautiful people? This is the Let's Grow Together podcast where diverse individuals and communities come to serve, connect, and grow in areas that they're most passionate about. We back again. Man, it seemed like it's been forever since me and Marcus just chopped it up on the podcast ourselves. But man, brother Marcus, um, check in with the people. Let them know how we doing. What's up? What's up, family? As James said, man, always a blessing to be back with y'all. Um, and again, man, just passing on some of this radiant energy as, as, as we, we keep it going, man. But um, week been phenomenal again. Was blessed to have an encounter that really impacted my life. A little bit earlier today, man, we'll, we'll definitely shed a whole lot of light about it. It's actually going to be the topic of our conversation. Um, but just from a nonprofit standpoint, you know, we all we always love to kind of recap on that, man. We actually had our uh, our final financial literacy session this month, and uh, we we always do it at a local rec center in in, in the hood, man. And when I tell you that joint was flooded. I'm talking about we was pulling out chairs from other rooms, other tables, like, bro, it was thick. It was thick. It was phenomenal, man. We actually talked about the four quadrants of business from 21st Century Business, man, and uh, shed a whole lot of light. And again, the community came on out. It was a great conversation, very much engaged, almost to the point where we're thinking about doing a financial literacy session every month, bro. It's in, it's in, it's in demand. So. Again, a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline. We're actually preparing for our next event, which is going to be in conversation around code switching, right? Which a lot of people in our community either don't know how to do it, they just don't want to do it. But we're going to talk about it a little bit more, man. So, you know, we're working, man. Planning out for the summer. Uh, Got some more youth forums where we're going to talk about where you come from doesn't define where you in. So, bro, the, the work is coming in, man. We are definitely walking in our passion and our purpose and every single bit of that. But I, I, I want to tell the listeners this, man. Be careful what you pray for. Because when it comes, it's going to come tenfold. And it's coming right now. So we're in the season just reaping the benefits, man. But uh, James, how are you, good brother? What's new with you? Hey, man. First and foremost, shout out to y'all, man. Roots is doing some phenomenal stuff out there in North Carolina. But um, I think it was Napoleon Hill. He said... Um, be exactly what you said, be careful what you pray for, because you're going to get it and make sure that what you pray for is what you actually want. Um, and then he was like him or her, because he was making a joke about, you know, your spouse. <laughs> but, uh, man, I wanted to also, man, share some light, man. You had a birthday to just passed recently, man. Um, I was interested in knowing, you know, what, what, what you did for your birthday, man. But, um, for me, same old, same, man, getting to the, getting to the ground with the, with the impact, um, as you know, we're we're currently running six programs, but we have a total of nine programs. We're just waiting on some background stuff to get situated so that we can be in the other three schools, man. But then blessed um, more than anything, we um we actually just had a session at Roosevelt University last weekend where it was a super intimate conversation. And the super dope part about it is it's restorative justice. It's a circle. So anything can happen inside the circle. And Man, I ended up telling my story to 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 the people in the in a session, and and again, people always be like, "Man, you really went through that? Like, I can't believe that you went through that." And like I said on the podcast with our brother Ray, thank God we don't look like what we've been through. But for me, um, I always say that you can't have a testimony without the test, and I literally shared my testimony, and some of the kids were like, 
I really needed to hear that. That resonated with me. And again, as I always say, man, the reason that I do this work is because I want to impact the youth in that way. I want the youth to see like, hey, he did it so I can do it. And actually, I want them to do it better than I did. But um, similar to you, man, we're actually planning um, our annual holistic wellness festival. Um, and it's typically um, around Juneteenth. This year is going to be on Juneteenth. So, man, we've been just basically breaking up into our, our silos so that we can start to focus on different things, whether that's marketing, fundraising, what have you. So, man, we, we're, we're really gearing up towards that, um, really looking to do some some major fundraising, but super excited about it. Um, and to the point about the financial literacy thing, I definitely think it's, it's something that's necessary and it shouldn't be, you know, once a quarter. I think it's something you should do once a month because we're going to talk a little bit about this on the, on the, on the show today, but you got to have financial goals personally and professionally. And I think that if you only do that quarterly, it's tough to like really measure if you're hitting those, those goals. So I think having something like that a month, um, once a month would definitely be beneficial. hundred percent. That, that's what the team said. And look, that we're going to get the people where they want. They want it. We, we got it for them, man. We, we're going to be the plug for them. So now nah, we're going to definitely tap into that. And again, as always, man, shout out to a great, good foundation. The boys working, them boys working. Uh, on a serious note, man, I just sometimes I just be reflecting like, yo, we really make our ancestors proud. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. They weren't in position to be able to do some of the things we are able to do now, man. And we're able to really benefit, you know, and work from the foundation of which they built for us to really, again, let's grow together and help everybody from a collective standpoint. Facts. And I just want to say, man, shout out to the Internet. <laughs> Whoever was the pioneer behind it, man, because. Just like Marcus and I sitting here talking, like we connected over a hashtag. Well, he connected one of my my counterparts and my counterpart connected me with him. And I think that just imagine if like Frederick Douglass had the Internet. Imagine if Harriet Tubman had the Internet. Right. So it's just one of those things where, like you said, like we'll definitely be making our ancestors proud. But it's like I feel like they would probably be doing even more than we're doing now, because as I always say, when resources were at their lowest, creativity was at its highest. And I think right now we 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 we're just we breaking the surface, bro. We got so much more work to do, but I'm I'm excited for the work that we're doing, bro. A hundred percent. And uh again, I don't know if y'all caught that, but we literally connected through a hashtag. Like, no cap. That's my brother on the other side of the screen, but I ain't even met brand person. Like, no cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be vulnerable, let's be real, bro. Like we ain't even had the opportunity to pull up on each other. But again, like we pay homage, we get flowers, we see the work and we see the alignment. And we've been able to build up to this point and again, be beneficial to y'all, our listeners, our viewers. But literally, it don't take much. So let's stop making excuses and let's get to it, man. We are literally a testimony of just that on a serious note. Facts, 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 man. So, man, Marcus, go ahead and let the listeners know what we're talking about today. I got I to gotta pause, man, because you, you mentioned the birthday, bro. I got I to oh, hit on it. I got to hit on it. So. So your boy turned 27 on March 20th. So it was definitely a blessing, man. Um, as I get older and matriculate more, I realize I'm getting to the point where I want to just do things from the background. And what I mean, even from a leadership style, like, bro, like I'm in a background. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in New York the week prior for, for transition to the new role, which was phenomenal, which was lovely, which was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all got some of that energy on the podcast and I didn't even know. Um, but on a serious note, though, man, it was beautiful just to be able to come back home and reflect. And that's all I was able to do that day was really sit down and deep dive and reflect and just see how far 
I've came and the growth and development again, along with partners like James mentors and different things of that nature. So more than really go out, party, get lit, all that good stuff, man. I really sat down, I prayed and I was really just beyond reflective. Almost to the point where your boy shed a tear, man. I'm being real vulnerable with y'all. I don't remember the last time I cried on a serious note, bro. Like it, it had to be high school. My grandfather passed away, but I was such in a euphoric state that I damn near shed a happy tear, man. Just saying like, yo, I'm lucky to be here. And again, 27, I, a lot of a lot of my peers never saw this age, man. So, again, I'm beyond blessed, beyond appreciative. So, again, I, I appreciate you even opening that because your boy had a had a, a, a roots meeting, a board meeting. Boy, I had three meetings at work, and then we went to Olive Garden to finish the night, bro. Like, for real, for real. Your boy, it's, it's grind mode, man. But, again, I'm, I'm appreciative to be able to be in this position. Hey, bro, it's hey, – it, I'm telling y'all, let's grow together, family. Like, this stuff – is not planned. Like a lot of times we just come up with a topic and we just go after it. Right. But Marcus just said something that I think is so key because I did the same thing on my birthday. I turned 28 on January 21st and my mentor hit me up like, yeah, so what you got planned? Like what's going on? Like, are you going out partying? We getting drunk? Um, well, no, I was like, man, wifey might have something planned, but in all honesty, like I just spent a lot of time reflecting, like, um, really just being grateful for the journey because man, like coming from the environment that I come from, similar to Marcus, like a lot of my counterparts didn't make it to this this age or they're incarcerated. So it's like, are they really able to enjoy themselves in this in this time? So it's like, I literally spent a lot of time sitting there reflecting like, man, like I'm really doing what I said I wanted to do. And it's like, I am the man that I said I wanted to be. So man, shout out to us, man, for, for using our birthdays to reflect, man, to just be grateful. Hey, that's when you know you're growing. You be like, what you doing? Reflecting. <laughs> Reflecting, chilling. Like, man, like, don't get me wrong. You know, we 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 do celebrate, you know, our achievements, but we understand that it's almost like running a lap. Like, yeah, we could celebrate, uh, celebrate making it around the, the track one time, but it's one of those things like it's a marathon. So I am going to enjoy it in the in the midst of of my my wins, but at the same time, it's just like I really just be like, man, I'm grateful to even be a part of the race. You family. Shout out to Nip. You feel me? But um, again, that's a perfect segue to our conversation today. Um, again, man, I, I told you I had an episode that really just impacted me, man. And again, right, really tugged at, at my heartstrings today. Um, so our conversation is going to be walking in your purpose. And again, man, as James and I know firsthand, when you walk in your purpose, boy, every single day is going to be a day of impact, man. Big, small. I've told y'all before, I'm really big on my 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 process in the morning, right? And I got I got my hops, which is humble, observative, positive, and solid. So I write my affirmation each and every day. I'm getting better each and every way. And then I write hops again, which is humble, observative, positive, and solid. And I give an example of how I'm gonna do that today. So today, my positive was I'm gonna put a I'm gonna radiate a beam of light and put a smile on others' face. I was able to do that today. And Lily, I had I had a meeting with a counterpart, man. We 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 just collaborated. And again, it's it's so crazy how I find like in common energy is just attracting to me, man. So again, what one of my frat brothers, one, one of my connects, shout out to Buddha. Y'all gonna meet him down the line. We're gonna have him on a podcast. He actually connected me with this woman who does peer support, right? So she has overcame a lot of different nuances, was uh really deep into drugs and overcame. Um, not tell her story too much in depth, but her son committed suicide, and now she is committed to the cause of ensuring that the next young buck has somebody there for her, right? So in the midst of us having this conversation, working out this partnership, attacking this, uh, it's called like a cooperative grant, 
where basically two organizations collaborate. One supplies one component and the other supplies another. Never heard of it. But again, energy, energy, right? So I'm learning all these different things. So we're sitting there rapping and she's talking about, you know, how she can help people overcome suicide. In the midst of it, out the corner of my eye, I see this older black woman. This older black woman would remind you of your grandma, your aunt, your ma. And literally it was something about her in the midst of the conversation. I had to keep watching her. She ended up walking up on us and having a conversation and literally kind of butt into our to our chat. Says something along the lines of, I don't mean to offend y'all. And again, we're sitting down at Starbucks, high scale, you know, upscale, all that good stuff. She says, hey, I don't mean to offend y'all and I'm not trying to intrude and I don't want y'all to tell them because they will kick me out. We said, what's good? What, what's going on? You could see that she had a heart surgery. She had, you know, the the scars from a surgery. She mentioned, I've been sleep, I've been sleeping on the floor or sleeping on the ground for the last week. Somebody told me they was gonna meet me here. They was gonna give me $60 so I can get a hotel room. And I've been waiting here for two hours. And I guess they left me, right? So literally, me and me and the woman lock eyes and say, yo, we have to help this individual. She starts talking about how she's so low to the point where she's thinking about committing suicide. So literally right then and there, we're like, yo, pull up a chair. So we stopped our whole conversation, our whole meeting. And again, our meeting was about helping individuals just like this. So she came, she sat down and she just starts telling us her, her story. Hey, she came from Philadelphia. A family member was here, but a family member passed away when she arrived. So literally she arrived to nothing. And she'd just been hustling, trying to get out the mud since. She talked about how she'd been walking around on her feet. Her feet were swollen, huge, looked like trunks of small trees like it it was bad and again Lily just started pulling at pulling at my heart and in the midst me and the woman just started game planning how can we help this individual so she asked for a hotel room cool cash up to the bread she said I'm hungry my partner like yo I'm gonna go get you some pizza and literally like our energies just align like and we almost just identified yo how can we be an asset to her soon as she mentioned suicide I said listen this is the perfect person to talk to this is what she does and again, I always ask God to be a vessel. And that boy going, you you finna be a vessel. You finna be at sea. And again, just walking in your purpose. Again, we talked about asking for these different tasks, asking for these challenges. They gonna come. And if you not true to this, man, you don't got a heart for this, it's gonna eat you up and it's gonna spit you out. But again, that put a smile on my heart. So much to the point where actually one of my mentees called me after that and my, the, my tone of voice, she said, what's wrong with you? I said, nah, I was just able to be a blessing. She's like, well, why you sound sad? And I said, I'm not sad, but I am a little bit flustered in the fact that I couldn't be more of a, of a resource. And again, I text my counterpart, yo, that's the first of many that we're going to help. And there's a reason we're aligned. So again, man, it was just crazy how the universe works to say, y'all going to sit down and talk about it, but I'm, I'm going to give your first patient right now. So yeah, man, it, it charged me up though. And just knowing that I'm walking in my walk. Bro, that's that 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 story is so powerful because um, I think I believe it's in the Bible where it says your gift shall make room for you, and bro, like people will, not even people, bro. God will literally give you an opportunity to, to prove you are who you say you are. Like we we talk about being servants, we talk about being in position to bless somebody else, and then God is like, okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Here is somebody that literally needs your help. Are you willing to help them? And it's crazy because how many other people were sitting in that Starbucks that didn't help that person? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those situations where it's like, I was meant to be in this position to help this person. And I just, I just think about, man, me and my girl was going to the grocery store the other day 
and it's I was just like telling like man I got a pocket full of change like all quarters too um because uh she was like man you know you why you always walking around with this change I'm like I usually don't but you know I did some laundry I just got extra quarters and as I'm walking up this lady was like hey you know I'm trying to you know take a you know a bus to the battered women's shelter and I didn't even think about it I got a pocket full of quarters you know what I mean so I you know give her the quarters and she said at least you didn't ignore me. And so my girl was like, wait, was she like shading me? I'm like, no, I don't think she was shading you because you were with me. But I'm like, but you got to imagine how many people have walked past this woman while she's sitting right here. And and Marcus, I love how you said, like, this could be someone's grandmother. This could be someone's mother, someone's auntie, someone's daughter. You know what I mean? And it's just like, because they fell on hard times, like, we will turn the other cheek or not necessarily turn the other cheek, but we'll ignore them and not try to help them just because of their situation. But we don't know why they're in that situation. And I think on an earlier podcast, we said like, man, you can learn the most game and wisdom from a homeless person or somebody that is falling on hard times because they're not there for no reason. And I even think about how you said, man, the lady came from Philadelphia to, you know, link with a family member and a family member passed away and now you have nothing. Imagine how many of us, if we were to step out and move to a new new city on the whim of, oh, I got a friend there, I got a cousin there, I got this person there. And then when you get there, that person shades you, they pass or they move away and do something else, bro. You would probably be in the same situation trying to figure it out, man. So, man, shout out to you and shout out to your counterpart for, for being servants. Because again, a lot of us talk that talk, but are we willing to walk that walk and literally do what is necessary? Because the... the the hotel room is one thing. The pieces is one thing. But it's like to be open and vulnerable. And then, like you say, you felt bad because you couldn't do more. Like we need more Marcuses in the world because that is how we 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 bridge the gap and truly grow together. Like we don't, we don't, we're not doing this podcast. We're not talking about let's grow together because it's cool. Like this is what we really are about. Like we are servants by nature. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you, and and again, like, bro, I'm not, y'all know, I ain't, I'm hard body, you know what I'm saying? I ain't emotional, but boy, like, but I got in the car, bro, and I just, I couldn't even move for a minute, bro. I was, like, paralyzed by, like, one, God, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be in a position to help, but, like, how many more of her is out there? You know what I'm saying? And again, we, we're literally in the midst of brainstorming a, a project to help the whole county, and you give us a tentative example. Like, boy, I'm trying to tell you, boy, I'm, I'm about, I'm about to turn to Pastor Jenkins in that moment, boy. I'm about to lay hands on that one for real, bro. I'm trying to tell you, like, on, on a serious note, though, man, it, it just makes me, me wonder if we have the power to attract energy like, like that, why don't we think so much more positive on a positive note on a consistent basis? Imagine the impact and the different influences in which you can have. And again, so many people talk about, all the things that they want to do, but like, what's really consuming your time? What's really, again, like prime example, my birthday, bro, I'm not out here doing all the other stuff that the, the traditional 27 year old would do. I'm putting in work because this is my purpose. This is my why. Again, on my day, I'm dedicating it to others because this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. What are you here for? Bro, Um, you asked the question, like, why like if we can attract that type of energy like why don't we think more positive thoughts more often or, or or more of the time and simply it comes down to the habits that we've built the energy that we've currently been entertaining and sometimes it comes from generational traumas and curses that have been passed down to us because if you really think about it 
as simple as the food that we eat or the food that we like to eat. Let me say that. Like we had no choice in that. We ate it because our parents ate it. You know, the music that we listen to, sometimes we listen to it because our older siblings listen to it. You know, we went to church because our parents went to church or they didn't go to church. You know, so it's one of those things where in terms of energy or negative and positive or high and low vibration, oh my God. Um, like it is, it's what we become, it's what has become our habits. I'm, I'm losing, I'm talking so fast, man, tongue going crazy. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that people, they attract what they consume. Like you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. So a lot of times, if you're in situations that are always bad, that are always bleak, that are always lack, that is because you are that, unfortunately, right? So the way that you get out of that is to start thinking more positive thoughts. Marcus gave y'all a blueprint. He talked about writing down his affirmations. We both talked about always being grateful. This is the way to train your subconscious mind to say, all right, I am in this position now, but I want this, right? But now I have to become this. I have to act like this. I have to fake it until I make it type vibe, right? Because all you're really doing is training your subconscious mind to create a new habit. Because there is a tremendous gap between what we know and what we actually do, right? A lot of us, if someone were to say, man, how could you impact someone's life a lot better? I can guarantee people could rattle off a list of things. Like I could donate money. I could buy them food. I can buy them clothes. I can volunteer somewhere. Like you, people uh, like list off a laundry list of things. But why aren't you doing that? Because you know how to do it, but why aren't you doing it? It's because of the habits that we form. You, you haven't made a habitual effort to serve other people. And that's why, Marcus, I say you didn't even have to think about it. When the woman came up and she told you her story, it's because you have a habit of serving. Like being in the nonprofit space and being a mentor, that is one of the most passion-driven uh, occupations to be in. Because a lot of times, like, you don't get paid up front. <laughs> you don't get paid up front. And, it, and many, many times, more times than not, like, we're not doing it to get paid anyway. We want to have an impact. So a lot of times like we're doing it, we're doing it, we have an impact, we have an impact and then we get paid and then we're like, okay, there's the blessing, but we will do it without the money. But so my point is, is that I think we don't attract good because we haven't had an, made it a habit of thinking good so that the, the, the good can come to us. I ain't gonna cap, we won't get paid at all. <laughs> I've been, I've been doing this in 2016 out of pocket. I'm talking yeah. about how my, my daughter junior year in college, your boy, like, Boy, we making it shake, you know what I'm saying? And now we get to the point where we're applying for grants and things of that nature. And I and I know the blessings are, are gonna come over time, but like again, I'm I'm not doing it for all those other components. And that's something I man, I actually just had a conversation with my team about your why. I say, yo, first, like we know our our collective why, but what is your why? Right. Yeah. And and that's something that I stress so much because oftentimes, bro, we are very competitive people. And we start seeing other organizations and other programs. And it's like, who doing more? And it's like, bro, like, cut that out. That's not what this is about at all. And oftentimes I have to check myself. Anytime that my ego comes in play, I literally, I, I, I mentally smack that other dude. Like, nah, bro, like, that's that's not what this is about. And we're not going to get there. And anytime that those lines intersect, you got you to gotta redefine that. Again, we talked about our North Star. Anytime you get lost, you need to look back up and that North Star need to be what guides you and directs you. And I have that. And plus, I got so many mentors around me, I can't fail. <laughs> I ain't gonna I can't fail. 
Um, I'll tell you about when I when I met today a little bit later, and it's crazy how things align again. We got the same first name, our birthdays is the same. Like I'm talking to him, and I'm like, bro, why I feel like I'm talking to an older me? Like the universe just brought us together um so much. But I got a mentor. Uh, his name is Carl PBM. It stands for Positive Black Man. I'm gonna introduce. That's my guy. I'm gonna introduce y'all to him down the line, man. And his thing is, why not? Every time I'm like, bro, like you going crazy, like, like why, bro, like what, what inspired you? He look at me with the stillest face. Why not? And Lily, bro, I just, I, I just bust out laughing. Like I shouldn't even ask you. I should have known. Like, and it's almost to the point where that's become a part of my subconscious. Like anytime there's a split second decision, it's like, bro, like, why not? Like, if you think about it, you might as well act on it. Right. And I want, I want to kind of back up to something that you talked about. You actually gave it to me. Right. You was getting tongue tied. So many thoughts. Right. Yeah, when I, in, in, in my youth though, bro, I used to stutter bad, like bad, bro. Like to the point where like, I wouldn't even want to speak on certain things, but we on a podcast now, like not, now I do keynote speaking now, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Again, to, to your point, bro, thoughts are things and right. thoughts are very vital. And I've trained myself to filter out the negative, bro. Like I don't hang with negative people. I try my heart. I work my behind off not to listen to negative music. And if I listen to negative music, it's to gain a perspective to be able to align with different people. Right. But I'm at a point where it's nothing but positive things in my life and in my circle. And if you are negative, I will I will bless you. I will pray for you, but I will not make time or uh, 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 dedicate energy to you. And again, that's a prime example of what I truly believe helped me overcome that. Um, even back then, like my spat, what is it, like a speech pathologist said something along the lines of your thoughts come too fast and you don't know how to express them. So when I heard that, instead of, again, letting my ego and things take over, like, oh, she don't know, she's talking about or whatever. I said, bro, you got to slow down. I'm thinking I'm 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 moving too quick. And I, I leverage that as a prime example. Again, like there's a few kids we work with that stutter. I'm like, bro, like, would you believe that I stuttered? They're like, nah, are you confident you I said, listen, but I overcame because I knew that I would. And I saw that there was more that came with it. But again, man, like there's no challenge that you cannot overcome. And like I'm I promise me and James the testimonies of that, man. We we came from the best situation. There was a whole lot of hurdles in front of us that, that we continue to push through, man. And I would just ask y'all, like, yo, like, what is your purpose? And if you don't know your purpose, sit down and really spend time with yourself. The internet, the internet could be a resource, but social media not going to help you find your purpose. Like, I, I just be be real with you. I mean, there, there, some people could argue and debate with me on that. Social media ain't going to help you find your purpose. I need you to sit down and spend time with you. Reflect. It was some of those darkest moments when I really just said, how am I going to make it through? How am I going to maneuver? And again, somebody I was a blessing to came back and scratched my back and allowed me to get out of that, that pit that I was in. And I've realized through serving others, I end up getting something on the back end. And not even that I'm looking for something on the back end, but God is going to make a way. And again, I'm not the most spiritual. I'm not the most religious, but now I'm, I'm hella spiritual, but I'm not OD religious. I'm not OD Christian. I'm not none of that other stuff. But I've really realized, even just talking with my with, with my guy, my, my mastermind, we talked about how this is a very woke generation where everybody feels empowered. And it's me, it's me, it's, we're doing meditation to empower ourselves. All right, you're meditating to get connected to a higher power. It's, it's, it's deeper and way bigger than you. And the second you can kill your ego, everything else is going to open up for you. Facts. Man, it's, um, again, you know, I'm the quote guy. I can't remember who said it, but they said there's two people. The man that said he can and the man that said he can't. And they both right. Because as you said, thoughts are things. A lot of times, man, 
I even got on my my one of my Power by Belief hoodies, man. And this is my personal brand. And literally the mantra for it is if you're looking for something to believe in, why not yourself? So when you was talking about your brother, uh, uh what you say, I forget his name that fast, but a positive black man, you know, saying that, why not? Why not? That's that's my whole mantra. Like if you're really looking for something to believe in, why not yourself? Because you, when you come into this world, that is who you have. Like I understand, like Marcus said, like, you know, we come from from interesting backgrounds, but it is not our parents' fault that we are the men that we are today. Like, yes, they blessed us with perspective or the lack thereof, right? Yes, you know, my parents didn't provide for me the way that they had, they they could have, excuse me. But for me to continue to hold that that hurt, that pain, and not try to transpire and turn into something different, bro, it's crazy. But I said at the beginning of the podcast, your gift shall make room for you. And I just remember being in the classroom, being in the back, joking, laughing with my friends and people like, James, you stop talking. You talk too much. Like, why are you constantly talking? Like, why are you doing like, why are you disruptive? And it wasn't that I was disruptive. The teacher just didn't understand that I was exercising my gift. And I could, bro, I can go back as early as I can remember. I've always been talking. So I knew that Maybe I would have a podcast. Maybe I would be on TV. Maybe I would do something. But I knew I was going to be talking and connecting with people. And I think a lot of times, and you said this very, very, very clearly earlier, Marcus, that a lot of people get on the internet trying to find their purpose. And I don't think that that's the way to go about it. You can use the internet to amplify your purpose, to, to help you reach your purpose after you find it. But it's like if you are going on the, you know, social media or on Google or TikTok or wherever, trying to find it, like you will never find it. Everything that you need is already within you. It is up to you to bring that outside of you. Um, and, and I truly, truly believe that because, bro, I said it on another podcast. Thank God we don't look like what we've been through. Like if we were to literally write a book or if I could show you a movie of my life and you to see where I am now, you like, bro, like if he did it, I can do it. And I think that one, we have to keep emphasizing the fact that thoughts are things like just as simple as you see this mic right here, you see this t-shirt, you see this this chair that I'm sitting in. All of these were thoughts inside someone's mind that they outwardly express to the world. And yes, it's having a, a tremendous impact. So if those people can do it, why can't you? Right? Again, if you're looking for something to believe in, why not yourself? Einstein is no smarter or no, no more creative than you. You have everything that Einstein had, literally everything. You just don't have the belief yet, Right? And Marcus made a very great point, man, finding that North Star, finding that why. And if you got a why that's only consumed with you, whether it's attached to money, fame, um, accolades, like you might as well shut that, that stuff down right now because once you achieve it, you're going to be miserable. A lot of people amass large amounts of success, but they don't get the happiness. They don't get the peace of mind that comes with going after something that's bigger than themselves. Like if you were to ask me or Marcus, what is our passion? It is something that is beyond us. It is something that even if we were to pass away tomorrow, like the people that we we come in contact with, they will still be talking about it because our wives were bigger than ourselves. So man, for me, again, thoughts are powerful, bro. And if we don't start to one, manage our thoughts, but then also think more positive thoughts, like bro, like we aren't doing ourselves any justice at all. Take time to reflect. Um, I would, I would, I would, I would ask you what inspires you, right? And oftentimes, 
for myself and James, as we talked about, it's reflecting. Today, I happened to come across an article of my grandfather. Again, as, as y'all know, if y'all 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 the real reliable listeners, he was the first black principal in my city. In the article, he talked about segregation and thing, well, uh, things coming together, right? Working against segregation, the school integrating things of that nature. And he talked about his fear of it because the lack lack of resources that the community once had that they're now going to have to integrate and may not have. And again, I read that article and I just realized, again, we are building upon the foundation in which they left for us. His why, my why is the same. It's just different generations. It's just from a different, newer perspective. But at the end of the day, I've always realized it's way bigger than me. Again, to Jane's point, if not going to, but if one of us were to pass away today, the, the goal and the mission is going to continue. And we just going to have a scholarship in our name. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But like, and we're going to be looking down cheese and appreciative. But to Jane's point, like it's on us. Einstein, all these other individuals don't have anything drastically different to you. It's just the application. It's just the work ethic. Right. And James, prime example. Right. I want to tell you how important it is to surround yourself with people around you who generally want to see you grow. This boy sent me a book, right? U-O-U. He knows I'm not the biggest E.T. fan, right? And I ain't going to stun a lot of it. It's just me being a hater. I just And James helped me realize that in reading this book. A lot of it is because I was a hater. I, I, I'll come out and I'll say that. I'm not too big on things that are oversaturated. And I think E.T., everybody just, I try to be the anti. Everybody go left, I'm going to go right, right? But James won me over with this book. I was in the airport reading this book. And again, I related so much to him and his story and things of that nature. But again, as we talk about it's on you, you owe you. How are you studying? How are you building? How are you developing your habits? Everybody has those same 24 hours, but you be salty to Elon Musk doing all this and you over here looking at Cardi B's latest song. Like, how can you deviate yourself? You're in, you're, you're in, a, in a race with yourself, but let's be realistic. You're... From a compact, uh, compare and contrast perspective, you're in a competition with others around you to an extent, right? And the only reason I say that is, it's a lot of people who want to do the same exact things you want to do. How are you going to be different, though? How can you make an impact in arenas in which they're not? And that's why James and I and AGGF and Roots love collaborating because just the different perspective, the like-mindedness, but the unique perspectives to think outside of the box, Right. There was that test to say, connect these dots. The only way to do it was to go outside of the box. So again, it's cool to do the same thing from a generational standpoint, but like, how are you deviating yourself? How are you elevating that to the next level? That's one thing. Every time I talk to my parents, I, I thank them for the foundation, but I'm, I, I'm taking the baton and I'm running that much further before I hand it to Avery. My daughter is going to be, have so much more than I've ever had. And my daughter, and I'm going to help her appreciate that in every single component. Right now, again, walking in your purpose. My passion is the youth. Avery is a template for me. Every every day I ask her, what are her words? Her words are the pillars of the, the nonprofit. Accountabi accountability, effective communication, and code switching. My daughter is going to know what these mean in every single component. And this week we're working on humility, right? And it's not just because these are random words. It's because these are principles in which I'm working on. And I realize if I would have truly mastered at an early age, then I would be so much further than I am now. How can you take the baton, pass it to the next generation, allow them to go that much further? Man, I love, first off, how you started to resonate with ET a little bit more, man, because 
um, when I first discovered ET, he hadn't blown up the way that he blew up now. Like I found him when um, I was um, getting into college and um, his story was so closely in line with my story that I was like, oh my God, like here he is writing books, speaking around the world that I thought, man, I might want to be a motivational speaker. Like I thought that was my lane. But, um, you know, when you start to put things and this is I'm, I'm so glad that I had this thought. I'm so glad that I had this thought because a lot of people pray for a lot of stuff or they ask the universe to provide, right? Or whoever they believe in, you know, whoever it is, right? Jehovah, Allah, whomever. They ask for the stuff, but they're not willing to do the work to get the stuff. And for me, I, I had said like, man, like I have this, this gift of gab. I have this means of communication. I've always been talking. Like what? show me what I should be doing with this gift. And so many different opportunities started to open up. I had a original podcast that I was trying to start came to me. I had a collaboration with, you know, AGGF to start doing some work with the mentor, um, with the, with the youth. And again, it was one of those things where I was like, bro, like this is not as hard as I thought it would be. It's just, you have to get very clear and intentional on what it is that you want. Ask for it, right? Pray on it. But then you have to literally every day I'm talking about every day. And this is what, separates the Elon Musk, the Michael Phelps, the, you know, the Wayne, the Rock Johnsons, whoever you want to compare to Kevin Hart. This is what separates them from us, the Kobe Bryant's, the LeBron's. This is what separates them from the average, right? Because they get up every day, despite how they feel. And they are working on their craft. Like they ask for it, but they're really to put in a grueling grunsome work to get the things that they want. And for me, like Marcus said, like my passion is the youth, but my gift is my voice. The gift is my message. The gift is my story. And every opportunity that I have to tell my story, like especially in its entirety, I always get the same response every time. Oh my God, like you really went through that? Like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Like I had a similar instance where this happened or that happened. And again, on this podcast, we talk about it all the time, vulnerability is strength. You don't know the doors that will be open when you are walking in your purpose or walking in your gift. But if you want, if you wanted to continue to be the shy kid, like Marcus said, he used to stutter. Uh, me, man, I was a fat, chubby kid, man. I, I thought I was going to just be lame and goofy all my life, right? But I started to mature. I started to come into my own. I started to have an identity. And once I knew who I was and what was valuable to me, and I learned this early because I had to figure it out. But once I knew that, and again, of course, I made mistakes. I was a knucklehead. You know, I, I went through the went through I, what they say. You go through, you'll go through. I did all that. But I was always true to who I was through it all. And I was always willing to put in the work for the things that I wanted. So I asked my, the listeners, like, do you know who you are? Do you know what your gift is? What is your purpose? And are you willing to put in the hard work? Because if you aren't, don't be mad for that you don't get the results for the work that you didn't put in. Mm, y'all heard that y'all heard that right shout out to shout out to et <laughs> <laughs> hey man i'm I, i'll be real about it yeah man i would i would just a hater i would just a hater and sometimes you got to be real with yourself because sometimes like you you the problem you know what i'm saying i learned a lot i learned a lot from brett and i had to put my pride aside um but i want to talk a little bit about parenting I, I hit on it briefly but even to your case right you talked a lot oftentimes what do we tell kids who talk a lot shut up be quiet right we don't groom them 
to be able to do it in a proper manner, right? Cool. What, what did you have to say, James? Let's let let's hear it. Or how can you present what you had to have a conversation about? I'm pretty sure you talked a lot, but I'm pretty sure you also tend to lead all your group projects when it comes to standing up and talking in front of right. class, right? And what's interesting about that, and I'm glad you said that, is that because I talk so much, it was always looked as a disruption. You know what I mean? And I, and that can shrink a person. Because every time you are trying to operate in your gift, somebody is telling you, don't do that. Don't be that. It's just like if someone said, I want to be a rapper, I want to hoop. And, you know, your parents, no, nah, you can't go to the gym because it's dangerous. Or you can't go to the, to the court because it's dangerous. Or, um, you know, you're not going to be a rapper. That's a non-traditional route. Or even nowadays, man, because, you know, a lot of our youth, they, you know, they want to be influencers. They want to be, you know, on the Internet. They want to, you know, have podcasts. And because it's a non-traditional way of doing things, People will try to shrink your dream. And if you let them, you will be the one that's 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 miserable. But um, go ahead, man. You know, I ain't got a lot to say on parenting other than my perspective of being <laughs> parented. So I, I definitely want our listeners to get some value from you in terms of parenting. Nah, uh, 100%. And again, y'all kind of heard my, my methodology when it comes to Avery is really just let her be her and let her find herself. But let me coach her. Again, I think. I know oftentimes parents either want to live their life or they want to shape or dictate people's life. You can't do that. Avery is her own person. She has a lot of similar traits from myself and my fiance, but she is her own person. So even when it comes to, you know, things in which I might look at as disruptive, I might say, tone it down. And I tell her why I explain myself. And oftentimes parents think they're too good to explain themselves. You need to explain yourself because if you don't, they're going to create a reason and logic in their head. And oftentimes it tends to be negative and then they tend to rebuke you or they want to outburst. I've seen so many kids in college revamp themselves because of the parenting style. Right. They was the good, good girl. And now they out here lit. Don't, don't know how to control themselves. Right. And again, when it comes to Avery. I work to be so intentional with every interaction. Um, so again, let me see a situation she told me about. Avery told me the other day that she doesn't want me to get old, right? On Before my birthday, she told me that she didn't want me to get old. And I asked her, I said, baby, you know, everybody ages, right? Like, you know, last year you were four and now you're five. And I said, baby, why? She said, because I don't want you to die, right? And that was a conversation my five-year-old told me, like she grasped the concept of death, right? Seeing funerals and things of that nature. And that was a, a teachable moment. And for me, it's like, oh, she she paying attention. You might need to be a whole lot more cautious of things of that nature. But we were able to have a conversation and explain, like, without death, you wanted to appreciate life, you know. And again, I'm I'm definitely going to revisit the conversation when she gets old enough to truly grasp what the conversation is. But people, they're creative. They're thoughtful. They think of things that you would have never known. Right. She watching TikTok. She saw something that was negative and Parents, please watch what the heck your kids are watching. Because a lot of time, not on a serious note, because, man, she she watches a lot of great stuff, but there's a lot of negative components that come in sporadically now, right? She asked me the other day, like, she said, I'm scared. I said, of what? She said, a demon. I said, babe, one, where did you see that at? And then two, thank you for expressing that to me, because when she talking about I'm scared, I, I, I want to sleep with you, you know, the average parent, no, go to your bed. No, ask why. What's What's going on? Let's talk about it. If I want to ask why, I want to know that, right? So again, understand that they're their own unique person, but understand that you can help, you can help guide, you can help facilitate, but you cannot live that life for them. And I have to be cautious of myself because as soon as I get my son, I know I got an NFL star, right? But 
if, if if that's what he wants, right? <laughs> I can't live my life to him. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny you say that, bro, because I was just having a conversation with a group of my friends. We were having a um like a health and wellness conversation, man. Like, and uh, I was like, man, when I have my son, I was like, I want like I'm not gonna automatically make him an athlete, but at the same time, I'm gonna be like, hmm, there's a basketball, there's a football, choose one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was like, more than anything, like he is gonna be or like even if i have a girl too like they are gonna take karate like that's something that i feel like is man so you could be able to defend yourself and then be, and also the discipline that comes with it so um i'm definitely gonna at least have them do karate um but you man bro it's crazy how how again this just kind of organically just happened but uh i was watching the show with my girl and um it's a show about like different hospital cases and situations that happen in the hospital and this most recent episode that we watched, there was a young girl that had cancer and she asked her parents, like, what is it like when you die? And the parents were freaking out, like the opposite of what you did, right? They didn't even, they weren't even able to have a conversation with the girl. And, you know, unfortunately the girl, her cancer had come back. And so the doctor, she, I, I ain't gonna lie, like this was a very creative way that she told this, this kid, like what it's like when you die. So she took a chair and turned the chair the opposing way from her, like away from her parents. And she was like, you know, this is what I believe happens when you pass. She said, you know, you, you know, your parents, you and your parents will not be together anymore, but you will always be able to talk to each other. It's like, you will be in the same room. You just won't be able to see each other. And so the little girl was like, hey, mommy, mommy, can you hear me? And the, the mom was like, yes, baby, I can hear you. And so it diffused the whole situation because the daughter was like, okay, obviously she didn't tell him like you would no longer be here on the earth, you know, all that stuff. But she said it in a way that was like, you won't be on the same side of the room as your parents anymore. And I thought that that was tremendously powerful. Nah, that's that's fire. And again, there's some difficult conversations that got to occur, man. It's, children are, are very creative and, and unique. Um, but again, as we kind of tie it back to just walking in, in your purpose, right? There's a poem I always think of when it comes to this. Um, and it's one I wrote entitled Enterprise, right? And it goes something along the lines of uh, tap into your enterprise. I'm talking enterprise. What do you place the value for it? Would you cross the next man in the act, in the act of shallow? Because in all actuality, when it's you versus them, is it reasonable to sin? Questions I ponder on attempting to live my righteous life, just trying to embody my inner Christ. But as I peep out of the blinds, I see chaos as if there was a heist. But that's life. Peace for one moment, the stress for the next. Just trying to put the negatives of yesterday in the past like an X. Just breathe. Get it off your chest. Each and every day comes with a process. And if you don't never begin, you'll never progress. And that's one thing that you cannot finesse. So again, I ask you, to tap into your enterprise. I mean, enterprise. What do you place the value? Man, we might just have to cut it off right after that, man. Let me do my little snaps, you know what I'm saying, for the poetry. But that's that's 1,000% accurate, man. I, I always, when I heard it the first time, it was a part where you said, like, you would not never progress if you don't start. Or if you, something like that, if you don't start, you would never progress. That's fact, man. But and that's one thing you can't finesse. <laughs> you, can't, you can't finesse that work, bro. You got you got to put the work in. Like they say, the dream 
you can have a dream, but the work is so separate. Like it's, it's it doesn't come together, bro. I love that. A hundred percent. And the example, boy, I be in, I be, I be into that landscape now. I never thought I would. And I, I talked to my partners, and they was like, bro, like you're little, like, like that's your hobby. And it's like, yo, I work so hard to achieve this house, and I have to maintain it. Right now, I gotta go out there. I gotta get my hands dirty. Imagine having the most beautiful, beautiful house, but your yard is trash, or your 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 flowers is dead. Right, it's unappealing. So just think about that. Right, your found your house. You are your foundation. You are your house. Right. What are you doing to maintain it? What are you doing to build it up? Right. It's easy to obtain, but it's harder to maintain. Right. So what are you doing within that to walk in your purpose? Man, as we close out, man, as always, like, comment, subscribe, share. You can find the podcast everywhere that you get your podcast. Please follow me at jturner0121 on IG as well as TikTok. Please tap in with the organization, A Greater Good Foundation on IG. And last but certainly not least, follow the podcast page on IG and TikTok at Let's Grow Together Pod. And again, it's your boy Marcus, aka Mastermind Marcus. Y'all can find me on IG at just that mastermind underscore Marcus. You can tap in with Roots IG, which is R period, O period, T period, S mentoring on IG. And check out the website at rootsmentoring.net. But again, as always, we're glad to be here. And y'all know where to find us, man. Let's continue to grow together, family. Y'all be blessed.